Hey, this is Sean from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is part one of episode eight of season two. We're going to interview Sean and Colin of Sean and Colin Read the News. We're going to talk to them about a little bit about their podcast, about their past musical careers and lives, and what they're doing currently. Uh, also coming up in part one, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Dutch uh, uh, concert crashers, um, the music industry and algorithms, zoomers, violins, and a few other things. Uh, so stay tuned. Enjoy, and cheers. All right. Welcome to Wasted Knowledge, podcast where I've just failed that so Wow. Hard. Wow. This is the first time you let me do the intro, show. All right. Welcome to Wasted Knowledge, <laughs> the podcast where we ask, what do you do? Oh, and I just dropped something. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, we're here today. Oh, a screw fell out of the chair. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> we're here today with Sean and Colin. Hey, hey. Hey, what's up? From Sean and Colin Read the News and other things, which we're going to get into in a minute. All right. What are we drinking today, Sean? Uh, well, so I only had three cups. Uh, so we're going to play Four Dudes Three Cups, I guess, and uh, <laughs> see how that goes. Uh, who, who, who would like a cocktail? We'll, we'll go from uh, there. I'll take, I'll take let's, one. Let's make there sure our guests are. I've still got this. Uh, oh, you still got some beer. Okay. Still got plenty of beer I haven't beer. tasted it yet, so... Uh, Without ice, so this is. We'll a, see how this goes. Do we need ice? Yeah, we have ice. We can get ice. God damn. You want some Let's ice? Let's get ice, right? Hold on. We are in a house. We, we actually have more cups too. We actually, do. <laughs> I'm a civilized human. Well, see, normally <laughs> we only have one guest. So I'm like, all right, three cups. That's all you need, man. The mobile bar is absolutely wonderful and becoming. Colin, integral now part that Sean's gone, <laughs> uh, Sean did assemble it himself. But I guess we can uh, consider the fact that when we are in somebody's actual abode. Which I appreciate you guys hosting us. No, oh, anytime. They usually are the common. There we go. The absolute necessities are usually readily available. Yeah, I'm not used to that. Hmm? So I'm not used to. Yeah. Well, now that Sean's out of the room, I can let you all know that I have been doing Scrimshaw for 30 years now. Scrimshaw? Yeah. Really? I'm actually a world-renowned Scrimshawist. The, the, the <laughs> not, naval knot-tying practice that keeps mm-hmm. soldiers from effing each other. Mm-hmm. Or not soldiers, sailors. I have, excellent, uh, excellent. I have over what 200 is, whale's teeth. I was going to say, what's your preferred medium? Uh, I try to do whale's teeth. Um, also, uh, fresh ivory. Uh, shipped oh, in good. from East I prefer walrus How many cubes should I use? Walrus in a pinch. Uh, three <laughs> in a pinch. Perfect. It's what I, I work with yeah. what I, can, I, got, yeah. I got. I see a walrus. Right. I'm taking the toss. I am the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> All right. Now that Sean is back and I stood up away from the microphone, uh, Sean and Colin, uh, what, what do you guys do? Well, first and foremost, the, thing, the project that we're working on together right now is called it's a podcast called Sean and Colin Read the News. Uh, it's a comedy, weekly comedy podcast. Uh, yes. It's, it's, uh, it's, we focus on reading headlines and being... Uh, reading headlines and hitting Somewhat witty times. banner. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, now I'm, I, the reason this, this all came together is because you played at the restaurant that I still, still bartend at. Right. Uh, so we haven't gotten famous yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. It's going to happen, man. Love the optimism. Podcast stars. Yes. Have this room for all of us at the top. Mm-hmm. Podcastical. Podcastical. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I was, uh, initially curious uh, not, so we actually and just finished recording um, an episode of your podcast, 
But uh, I was curious about your musical backgrounds. Uh, so what, I guess let's kind of start at the beginning. Like what got you started in music? Uh, you want to start on that one? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, when I was uh, in second grade, my parents took me to the symphony where they had a bunch of different <laughs> instruments set up that the kids could come up and play. And uh, I grabbed a violin and uh, sounded terrible. And uh, I had to do it. So the rest is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so me, me and Colin met in um, college, actually, at Georgia Tech. And we started this this band. It was kind of like a, a bluegrass Americana jam band kind of thing called Seven Handle Circus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started with just like a project I was doing for one of my like recording production classes. And we recorded a bunch of these songs. And, uh, uh, you know, some of our friends just... <laughs> so our friends were just really enjoying them and wanted us to play like um some parties at, at our fraternity and uh that turned into more fraternity shows which turned into more atlanta shows which all, you know the georgia tech crowd would come out to which turned us to getting a management deal and going on tour with all these huge bands and stuff like that making some some cool records um so that's kind of how we got started music together where did you mm-hmm. get to travel to uh, I mean, all over the country, really. Uh, we did the coolest place with that band that we got to travel to was that we did a tour of the Virgin Islands. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Which is great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got there for mo- ten days. We stayed in a in huts in the rainforest, and then by day, <laughs> this is this is true. And then by day, we would play on the beaches. Well, at kind of restaurants like, on the beach. There were like these bars the and clubs, and uh, there's different little setups. We played a. We played uh, on the farm actually for this group of uh, uh, d- were they Dutch? Yeah, they were Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Or were they Belgian? They were Dutch. Uh, the Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. Dutch. The Dutch love the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I think the, they used to they used to colonize that island. I think. Yeah. That, well, it's uh, by Saint love. Croix. I mean. Yeah. Great colonizers of. A little too much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's these like 80 year old Dutch. This group of like 80 80 plus like Dutch. Um, tourists that came in his bus they were all dancing along to our music and then uh this one um this one uh guy with a um accordion uh comes up and he's like hey can we play a song with you and uh, we're like oh sure that'd be yeah. awesome we've play, been playing for play like a song? four hours at this point we're like please come take <laughs> over for a minute and then this other uh, uh lady was with him who had a um a violin, I believe, right? Or maybe a hardanger fiddle. Um, which I yeah. believe is a Dutch instrument. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's like it sounded very. And so they get up on stage with us, and we're like, um, they're like, uh, we're like, what what songs do you know? Do you? Um, they're like, do you know? Um, they start naming off a bunch yeah. of Dutch folk yeah. songs. We're like, do you no. know Gort de Vort? We're like, no, we don't know <laughs> Gort de Vort. And we're like, you know what? Just just play it. We're good musicians. We can we can follow along. It's folk songs. It's gonna be easy. So we do that. We start playing. And we play along with them. Their song and it's really fun. And all the Dutch people go into this like line dance that they have, like perfectly choreographed, like they all know this song. And then they, as soon as they stop playing that song, they go right into another song. <laughs> and uh, we're like, okay, I guess we're gonna do another one. And so we play along with that one. And then after that song, they go right into another song. And uh, at that point, a couple of our guys start be- like, I'm gonna go take a break. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one by one, we slowly walk off the stage until they just like they're playing their they own music. They literally took over our show. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> How long do you guys did you guys tour for? Uh, about, f- I mean, the band about five years or so. 
Yeah, wow. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we started recording in like 2009. I think we played. That was in, that was in college, though, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then we we toured until sometime in 2015, I think. So, like almost yeah. six years. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then there was that band, and then um, we'll talk more later about why that band um, uh, dissolved. That's a that's an that's a question for Colin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now I'm doing like a, a solo project that I can just go by my name, Sean Spencer, and um, and I produce records uh, and co-write for a lot of other artists and stuff like that. Nice. So when did you know, like, that you were gonna follow music, probably as a career, like. Like you're going to Georgia Tech, right? What'd you go to Georgia Tech for? Uh, I started as electrical engineering, right? Okay, yeah. so I, and, and now you, but you're doing full time doing music now, right. and everything. How did you decide this is what well, I'm going to do? Well, was it's it kind of it's kind of weird, Islands? and it kind of goes along with the story I just told is because like I was going to Georgia Tech, and I was thinking, you know, I wanted to go to music school. My parents were basically like, they weren't like totally against it, but they strongly urged me not to do that, and I still question if they were right or if they were right about that, <laughs> but. Uh, um, so I was going to Georgia Tech and I really wasn't playing at all. And I was thinking, you know, music will just be a, a hobby, I guess. I don't know. I'll try engineering. This seems like a, the path that my life is taking me on. And then um, I, it really started because I got into that um, music production class at Tech over in the, they had this new burgeoning music technology field where they had um, basically, they put millions of dollars into this to do this graduate program for music tech and they didn't have any students yet. So they just had all these facilities. Um, and so I got into that and I was just, um, just working in the studio. And, um, and like I said, it, it, it was one of my class projects that we did that record that our friends just started liking and people started just people everywhere just started with, I'm really into this. We were playing shows and that's when it, um, kind of came back. It's like, Oh, well maybe I will do this, you know? Um, so it was kind of just a well, little you, bit of luck. I don't know. You graduated and worked at an office job you hated for a little bit. Well, my first job out of college was I was an intern at with a with a producer. That's um, right. Yeah, we did a lot. We did some awesome records. I worked on with a band called Manchester Orchestra. It was this Sony Columbia Records yeah. uh, up in Nashville, and a mm-hmm. um, bunch of other stuff that's not as well known, but uh, but really cool albums. And then, but I wasn't making enough money doing that. Um, so I had to get a real job, an office job mm-hmm. for like a year. I got an office yeah. job. And then, and then you were like, oh no, this actually sucks. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the music. Yeah, I'd, it was a I'd good rather time. not eat. <laughs> it was a good time to have the office job because it was like, because I had gotten my music industry job and I was like, I was like, oh man, this is a tough, tough business. I don't know, you know? And then I got the office job. I was like, oh no, 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 no. I'm not doing <laughs> this. I'm not going to do, I'm just not going to do this. You don't have to. I don't have to do this. <laughs> Can I see your, your cup real quick? I'm going to sure. put it. I taste it. It's a little harsh. Okay. Just what is that? What is that you're putting in? A little swirl. It's a little uh, Grand Marnier. So uh, it'll complement the flavors, but also sweeten it up a bit. Uh, we're, we're drinking essentially like a simple old-fashioned. This is good. It's a great drink. Ruth. Thank you. Other than uh, some... Oh, yeah. Cheers, guys. Let's cheers. Yeah. Might as well cheers. Yeah, thanks I was going to say. Thanks for being on yeah, and, uh, and, and, and drinking with us. No, I just got over being sick, and uh, you said you're you're still kind of sick yourself, Sean. So I appreciate it. Well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Sick isn't badass. I don't understand the lingo these days. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's frosh. I don't. I don't know. What'd you go to school for, Colin? Uh, computer science. Computer science. Which um, not the, the cool banjo. part, like the uh, 
like the mute there like there was like Battlebot AIs. Well, no, there was like a um, <laughs> it's the through that burgeoning like music uh, uh, path in, in the school. There was there were, there was a focus within computer science on like um, digital signal processing. Yeah, digital signal right. processing and stuff like that. Um, and I did none of that. I just did databases. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How to store uh, information. Stuff. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> yes. What I think you? about all the time. I I went to school for mechanical engineering. Oh, okay. I actually never graduated. I would I should have graduated from tech and instead mm. I've been working in the restaurant field and continuing to rest of work and I love it every day. Mm -hmm. of it. But I do think back like what if I finish my engineering degree? But uh, I think back to the I, I've thought about going back for the boring computer stuff a lot. Oh yeah, data science and <laughs> mm -hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, I feel like when I, I realized at Georgia Tech you know, kind of on this crossover point where I was like getting back in music again. I was like, I, I, I'm at here, I'm here getting an engineering degree. And the only reason is like, because I need, like I've been my whole life just trying to prove to myself to get to the next level of everything of mm -hmm. academics. Right. And I'm just like trying to keep proving that I'm really smart. And it's like, well, this is kind of the last step and I don't really want to do this. I don't want to do this job. You know, it's not really wise to get, you know, I don't know, to continue. Yeah, but that's not where you get a lot from it, though. Being able to go to the sure, music no, no, no. I'm glad I went to yeah. Georgia Tech for sure. I'm glad I went to college. I just I, I switched over to business, and uh, I think that was a good decision. Gave me a lot free, more free electives. And wait, so was that going to music? Was that school. your actual? Which one was your degree in then? Management, management, business management. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, he rode the M train, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So I know there's a lot of roles. You kind of mentioned that process. A producer, mm -hmm. I think you mentioned some audio engineering and being a musician. Is there right. for you? Is that all part of the same uh, job that you want to be doing, or that you have to be doing in order to maintain a living? Or is there one specific portion that you want to that like gives you the most I, satisfaction? I like being able to like do the entire like value chain. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. like. It's a very management way to put it. <laughs> exactly. yes, yes. He's, he's, he's vertically integrated. <laughs> yep. That's no, it's true. I mean, a lot of a lot of musicians that are really famous um, don't do a lot of their own work. You know, they don't. You know, it depends on the musician or the artist or whatever. Um, and and some of them do. Some of them do like do everything, a little bit of everything. And um, I think it's important to me to like be that whole encompassing uh, person that can that can do all, all the parts and not just have to rely on producers and writers and all these other things. Um, it just being the, the face of a, of the, of a bigger organization. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you can, yeah, I think you can apply that to a lot of fields really outside mm -hmm. of, you know, it's basically knowing how everything around you works and everything you're involved in works. is super important to being able to do your job the best. So if you are a producer, knowing how all these instruments right, work, right, right. Yeah. This that it's going to make your you that much better at your job. Right, Being right. A restaurant manager, knowing how everything works from washing dishes to cooking the food to serving the tables to bartending, making the cocktails, it's going to make you a better manager because you know what goes into it. Yeah. So I think that's a really awesome thing to always strive for and learn. People who try and just specialize, be at the top and specialize. Yeah. Sometimes they can't. They kind of miss out on the what's really going on on the ground level. Right, right. Sure. I think a lot of people are in music too for, they want they want a little time, they want a little spotlight. You know, the American Idol winners, for example, like you you question why they don't, a lot of them don't have like, uh, come back and have better 
longer careers and you don't hear about them later. And I think, I think it really, this is just a theory, but I think it really comes down to, I think that's all they really wanted out of the whole thing was just to be up on the American Idol stage and, and have their moment. And, um, Kelly they, Clarkson they were, has a talk show now. Oh, really? Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not talking about her. I'm not talking like about her. There's like three, I think, I know, that I'm have just had Yeah, but careers. there's only a few that have had like yeah. success after American Idol, but I think, I don't, because I think it comes down to when you really get at it, like, um, you have to run this business and it has to be, and it's, and it's a, it's a 10 year plan you got to make and you got to be building, you got to be running, um, you know, a lot of these different aspects of the thing and you got to be, uh, creative and pushing and have a, have a, have a vision and all these things that, that people need in an artist. Then I think that's not necessarily what those people want to do. They just want to win the karaoke competition and everyone cheer for them and then go home and they can tell their, you know, that's, yeah, that's all they minutes of fame. Yeah. And that's the story that they can tell about their lives and that's all they want. And they're, they're happy doing something else when it comes down to the grind of, um, of what it takes to be on the road and touring and, mm-hmm. uh, and being in a studio. And like, it's, um, that's not what they wanted. So, uh, um, so I think, when you come back, coming back to some people that are just specializing, you know, it's like, and if, if they don't necessarily want a lifetime career in this field, so that's fine. You know, they can do their thing. But, um, I think if there's someone who wants to be, uh, still working when they're, when they're 55, like, you got to have a you got to have some more skills, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think increasingly within the industry, it it's becoming harder and harder to be specialized. Like we were talking to um, some friends who were in a a popular band in the '90s, and uh, they were telling us about how uh, when they got a record deal, um, you know, they had a budget to have chefs there, and they had a, a budget to do promotion, and they had you know all these all these budget items, a fairly big budget to make this record and promote it. Whereas now, um, you know, record labels aren't, aren't as important as they used to be, but also they expect you to already have built, you know, a social media presence. Um, and yeah, to already I was going to ask, do you think a lot of that yeah. has to do with the whole YouTube star and, and yeah. social media and basically self promotion and people basically building, building their own fan base via YouTube and Instagram and then getting signed after the fact. Yeah, once you have, once you have a million, a million and a half followers, maybe we'll talk to you about a record deal or something. It's not necessarily that those things are happening. It's that the major labels used to have this power, this control, controlling the channels and, and kind of be in charge. And they're just not anymore. They don't, the major labels just don't really know what to do anymore well, like they don't know like <laughs> like these things that are blowing up on youtube you, you, you go someone who's working in the business for 30 40 years and like, how do you make something blow up like they throw their hands up i don't yeah. i don't know <laughs> i can you know they used to be it used to be a lot different though it used to be that they had a, a process a very standardized mm-hmm. mechanism that would um put out it would create this many uh hits a year and that's and it worked and it doesn't work anymore so i think that's you know didn't they have like music algorithms for a while like essentially where especially in the pop music world but they used it across so whether it was like pop rock or popular or just pop or pop country and stuff they had algorithms where like you use this yeah 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 there's a it's something like something like like uh, it just was like almost like a there's a website called the something a hit like calling hit or uh 
Um, Half between four and six chords. <laughs> well, Mention a mean. genie, a bottle, or a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You now, you know what, now you know what I grew up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, but the thing about those algorithms is that they, um, there's been multiple of them, and they only work for so long. Right? So they're Usually the time they were created in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually the time they're created. So it's like, as if 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 you have to keep going back and modifying the algorithm to the new, um, right, uh, the new the new uh, culture, the new standard, yeah. then, um, just you know how good is yeah. it is? It's not twenty five so like, years. Yeah. So right now the algorithm is get really famous on Twitter and then have a song about being a rapper cowboy. <laughs> wasn't he famous on? Uh, uh, it wasn't. Tw- oh, was it Twitter it was or was Twitter, it? Yeah, he ran the Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj I thought it was Instagram. Twitter. Okay. Maybe it was Instagram. I just feel like Kid Rock is kicking entered, himself. He entered, a, yeah. uh, he entered a TikTok contest. Oh, okay. Yeah, TikTok is where that song blew up. Yeah. I, I love those, yeah, especially the orange ones. broke the record for number one song in the world. Mm-hmm. Off by, of TikTok. By not a slim margin, either. No, no. He just decimated. Who yeah. was it? Three more weeks over Mariah Carey. Yeah, and Mariah Carey. Uh, and uh, Boys to Men. <sighs> wow. The 90s just died. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It hurts. And only like, 19 years later. To a cowboy. I, I don't. I know what TikTok, TikTok is not through experience. Just I've heard of it and I saw someone recording it while we were recording another episode of the podcast. Oh, yeah. they, Good they, cover. They, they like, literally hey, interrupted hey, we're our doing podcast. A t- we're doing do a, TikTok. a TikTok. Do you mind? We're like, go for it. We're just going to stare at you. Uh, me more so because I'm like, what are they doing? That was the boob slap TikTok. That was. It's a big thing right now. I apparently. Oh, yeah. So it. it it, it it seems that to require exhale right there is age is it's what it age. is. Yeah. <laughs> you old man, you <laughs> get with the time, Sean. Hey, you know You're what? Breathing in air and exhaling your. Youth. I've got an undercut <laughs> and a weird ponytail that probably just makes me a creepy old guy. Um, you have a baby face, so you pull it off quite well. Mm-hmm. Most try, people are going to come up and be like, "Who's this twenty-nine-year-old who forgot that man buns were gone?" But. It's called a manny tail. It's not a bun. Yeah. Nice. Dick wad. And I used to get uh, beat up by a guy down the street who had that exact same haircut. <laughs> and, uh, and the funny thing is he was a ballerino. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's like a professional dancer. Uh, and he would just throw rocks at me and then beat the shit out of me. Well, you got to build your muscles somehow when that you're is, that. Yeah. No, he's very strong. He's a yeah. good guy. That yeah. is a very... Beating up kids in the neighborhood. Uh, uh, at least stereotypically an unlikely combination. I would not have thought... Hey, this guy. He probably honestly, wears a dance. He probably got beat up a tights. lot himself. <laughs> it's probably took a it defense out mechanism. Yeah, right. he just took it out on you. Built like as a, like, a young like, boy dancer, like a prison reflex. I'm just yeah. gonna pick the biggest bitch in the house and yeah. kick his ass. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna pick the, <laughs> I'm gonna pick the weird kid down the street. I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. I, oh, I'm not allowed to swear, right? We've all done yeah, it yeah, a yeah. bit now. Yeah, yeah, that down. Eventually, we'll just have to put this up in the 18 plus category. It, is, it, it, <laughs> it just belongs in 18 plus because we we circle around alcohol anyway. But I I argue with Sean on this. We need a larger audience to start. Yeah, uh, I see. We need those millennials. I am a millennial. I can't say that. Oh, yeah. I think millennials are done, man. Under 18 they, isn't that yeah, millennial yeah. anymore? No, there's yeah. Zoomers now. Zoomers. Zoomers. Is that what it's called? Zoomers they finally came up with. Is that because of the electric scooters? Uh, I think it's a, a bad pun on Boomer. Probably invented by a Boomer because they're terrible at Oh, it's puns. like a combination of Generation Z and Boomer? Boomer yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got you. That makes a little bit of sense. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of glad because 
most of the millennials know. You just call them the last generation. (laughs) The last generation. The last generation. (laughs) I mean, it's all it's it's just bound to happen anyway. That's why I live my life the way I do. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd be merciful. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I don't recycle straws because exactly yeah. the turtles aren't going to make it because we're not going to make it. It's okay. Oh man, though, no, like, the turtles might make it because we don't. Touche, master race, turtle master race. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Splinter right. was the master. Make the ocean great again. <laughs> yeah, Splinter was the master. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, touche. So a little bit back on track. <laughs> One thing I'm interested in, you were talking earlier about uh, basically the grind. And I feel like this is like the the music entertainment and even just a, a lot of industries put up this, um, what's the word I'm looking Facade almost is like right. easy money. Like mm. you're just having fun and right, you're making right, right. money doing it. Right, right. And a lot of people don't see the work mm. behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... A lot of people think like I, I even even though I hate them with a passion, even like social media influencers and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of work that goes into what they do. I know this because I can't post on social media on a daily on like a simple business daily, and these people yeah. are doing it constantly and trying to entertain, find anything. So when you were getting started and you were touring and everything like that, you guys were both students at Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that? How does that work? Like the grind of touring and still being a student and doing this and trying to figure out what you're doing. How was that experience? Well, we had, we had for the most part graduated by the time it got really intense. Okay. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. By the time we were going out like, you know, multiple national tours. tours, Yeah. But some Um, of the members were, uh, but that being said, there were a couple guys who were, well, one guy who just, (laughs) just just took took his time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, (laughs) He's, he's, the, the seven year plan. There was a plan. There was a guy who played the the fiddle for the violin for us, and he was a uh, uh, in school actually mo- most of the time. What is? Um, and so he, so you'd have to ask him about that question because he was a fiddle and a violin. Oh, uh, it's just it's nothing. It's the same physical instrument. It's just the style of how you style play. Style you play. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I kind of play classical music and violin. If you play, yeah, fiddle do different things. There's like different ways people hold the instrument, different tunings they experiment with. Right. Yeah. Whether or not you look like you're having fun. <laughs> Fiddles, fun, violin. It's, it's basically classes, right? If it's if it's a bourgeois instrument, it's a violin, and if it's a folk, it's something that the That's people true. are doing. It's, it's so fiddle. true. I mean, what, really, about like, what about like street performers with their like almost non-existent half electric violins? Are those. Uh, which are kind of expensive. I know. Yeah, yeah. Not, well, the thing is, there's really not like a distinct. Uh, definition between there's not I mean it's, it's whatever you feel like it's calling happy. it cool. yeah it's yeah. right. yeah. 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 got 100 curious. fiddle players you'll get 20 different answers and then 80 of them will just talk about like Mozart or something yeah I mean it's like if you, if someone's if someone's the principal of the New York Philharmonic they're definitely a violin player <laughs> if someone is playing for uh, uh, Old Crow Medicine Show they're definitely a fiddle player everything in between is in between yeah mm-hmm. Colin, you said you went to and you picked up a fiddle and you. Oh yeah, that's no, when it, you was, were a kid. it was a violin. Sorry, <laughs> it's a very classy instrument. Is how symphony? How uncouth then is it? Would it be to walk up to either a fiddle or a violin player and say, "Hey, do you fiddle around?" <laughs> uh, they would love it if you're really? looking for dates at the symphony. Yeah, definitely recommend. It. I, I, I know, <laughs> nice. keep that in mind. All right. Yeah, right. And if they call sexual misconduct, be, I really, I literally just meant. The instrument, just playing the instrument. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Um, I like it. So it's <laughs> probably a way overused pun, but I love it. But yeah, so back to your question. I've heard it. Hmm. Yeah, we weren't we weren't really juggling, but we were juggling. Like I said, you know, I worked for the studio, but then I had a a, a day job for a while, so it was was juggling that for a minute. And Colin, I guess, was too. Yeah, um, I, I worked a full time programming job the whole time, um, and uh, a lot of times I'd just be in the van, tethered on my cell phone, writing code on the way to shows. <laughs> Solid. And we get there and play the show and pack up and. Then get back home at 3 a.m. and then I wake up and do it again. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a lot. You know, if you're gonna be a touring musician, though, web development is a good uh, oh, good yeah. career to be in because I can't recommend because you it can be enough. you can do it remote. You can you know so you can be just on the highway wherever with even with shoddy connection, just being connected to your chat app and writing the code and mm-hmm. that yeah. I was gonna say like that that's I, 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 my first thought was that's the dream. But like as far as if you have to have a day job. Yeah, and, no. and so to me as you know, an actor, an artist, like coffee shop, restaurant job, those were my options. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there, there wasn't much else. Uh, but I still had to be stuck in one location. Right. My dream. To, to do what I wanted to do. My right, dream is right. still to be a consultant. Mm. That's a sweet gig. And I don't even know it. what yeah. I want to consult on. I just want to be a consultant. <laughs> be, yeah. I just want people to call me and pay me to tell them they should be doing something. I, I need there to be a cocktail Netflix series, like the movie Cocktail, but yeah. as a show. And I need to be a consultant on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's just, take, just get business let's cards it. printed up. And yeah, just get business cards. Right. You know, that's what I honestly think most consultants <laughs> do. do. They start out with just a business card and then they right. just hand it to people until somebody falls for it. Right. And then you have that experience. And then you yeah. build a clientele. But isn't, that, isn't yeah. that kind of all jobs, though? It's like yeah, we just hand e- out resumes until someone falls for it. Yeah, <laughs> the whole economy is built on that, yeah. basically. Fake Tricking it you make it. It yeah. just used to be easier to bullshit people. Now that we have the internet. Well, the internet almost makes it easier if you know what you're yeah. doing. Hey, you're still listening. Awesome. That must mean you like this episode and you love part one. Part two is coming out real soon. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you spread the word and feel free to send us a message. Tell us that you like us either on your favorite podcast in the comment section. Leave us a like, a review, subscribe even. You can always send us a message at Wasted K Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can send us an email at WastedKnowledgePodcast at gmail.com. Of course, always visit our webpage. You can leave us comments on there, WastedKnowledgePodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. Please, as always, drink responsibly and get a safe ride home. Cheers.